Here's some more cheer for you, you wrinkled up old son of a bitch. Happy birthday to the best husband-in-law a girl could ask for. I love you so much. I look forward to you every single time I know you're going to be around. And I love you every single second. You are a wonderful husband to a very, very, very important person in my life. Her name is Erica, and she is my sister, and I love her very much also. Thank you for being wonderful. Thank you for taking such good care of this relationship and supporting me all the time. And I'm trying to think of a dad joke to tell you, so just give me one sec. What is a DJ's favorite pasta sauce? Nara, Nara. I love you. Goodbye. Mateo, hello, hello, and happy birthday. It's me, Nana. I hope that today is absolutely everything that you wish for, and I hope that this new year is uh, full of laughter, tons of laughter, full of joy, happy moments, and everything that fills your heart with absolutely youngness. Take care. Bye. Love you. Bye. Yes, hello? Is this the herpes testing facility on Pacquiao? Uh, I think I have the wrong number. Uh, happy birthday! Happy birthday to my wonderful Uncle Matt. Love you. Hey, Matt. It's your boy, Lee. Happy birthday, brother. Uh, I just want to let you know I will be cracking a Diet Coke in your honor. Blasting a little bourbon in there. And toasting to you, brother. I love you, man. I'll see you when I'm looking at you. Take care. Wow. Is there a Facebook post I missed or something? Like the uh, no, I I did it all quietly behind the scenes. Oh, okay. No, it's just um a lot of folks. I think uh, uh I think the the uh herpes on herpes testing facility on Pass Young call. Uh the the girl you worked with that that we had on the show. Um I can't think of her name. Blonde. We Becky? Did, Becky. Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure that was Becky. Okay. Oh, that's I, I that's fantastic. Uh fuck. Um I'm really thrown. <laughs> you need a minute? I can I, I mean I'm really I, I you know just kind of uh I'm kind of overwhelmed with all the all the everything. It's thank you. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. Uh, so um So uh, you're going into chat. You're, weird. you're at a loss for words. What? I mean, I, I am. I am. I, I don't like, you know. Mark this moment in history. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to go into a late night monologue in the style of Anthony Jeselnik, which is fucking. This is written by AI, by the way. Like I had all, all I did. My only prompt. I get Do we know who you? We all know who Anthony Jeselnik is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comic. Okay. He's a comic. Very, he's what my favorite He's my favorite comic. He got um, he had a show called The Jesselnik Offensive. He got thrown off for making fun of a guy who got eaten by a shark. And he did a thing called Shark Party. And he had women dressed up like sharks, like biting limbs off of people. Because <laughs> it was some of the funniest. Uh, he got canceled for that. Like His show got canceled. Wow. Then he got really big after that. He had two tubes. He's terrific. So... Anyway, he's very dark, very dark humor. 
right? Yeah. And uh, it's going to be very, it's going to, listen, and this was chat GPT. Now chat GPT has its, its own filters. Won't, won't let you produce offensive material. Right. Right. Okay. And it, it won't produce anything that's too offensive. No. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time uh, for some late night entertainment. I'm your host. Of course, it's Anthony Jeselnik. It's not. I And if you are easily offended, well, it's too late. First of all, I want to thank our sponsor tonight, the makers of NyQuil, because uh, let's face it, if you're watching this show, you're probably sick in the head. Now, let's talk about some news. The latest survey shows that nine out of 10 people enjoy gang rape. I mean, I don't know who these people are, but apparently they're not watching my show. That's uh, written by AI. <laughs> That's uh, dark. <laughs> speaking of things that make you sick, uh, you heard the new diet trend. It's called the Keto Paleo Intermittent Fasting Gluten-Free Vegan Diet. It's perfect for people who want to be hungry all the time and have no friends. Uh, let's not forget about politics. Joe Biden recently announced his plan to solve the immigration crisis. Step one, build a wall around the White House. Step two, change the locks. And step three, wait for the Secret Service to deposit Donald Trump back to Russia. Report them. Not that good, but but seriously, folks, I love America. It's the only country where you can be anything you want to be as long as you're not a Muslim, a Mexican, or a woman. But hey, it's a start. Uh, that's all for tonight, folks. Thanks. If you can't laugh, remember, if you can't laugh at yourself, call a friend and have them laugh at you. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was chat GPT. That was artificial intelligence writing a late night monologue in the style of Anthony Jesselman. I mean, that was... I must say, it was darker than I thought it was going to be. It was, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe what I was reading. And right out of the box with 9 out of 10 people don't like gangs (laughs) or okay with gang rape. That's, wow. Right? Well, Uh, I mean, yeah. But, so, but, uh, you know, um, who probably wouldn't participate in a gang rape would be the guy who you can't see his genitalia. Is that the next story? Uh, They're not in any particular order. You can you can pick. Oh, I was just I was just going by what's next. Okay. Uh, well, they're not in any particular order. I put them there. You can just you can pick them up. So uh, can't see his genitalia. I, uh, no exposure. In a okay, recent court, yeah, I don't have. Says, I, I, I've I've got it on my yeah. I've got it on my uh, on my copy. I don't have it on the. I'm sorry. The show. No, it was. I was looking at the show sheet. Uh, in a recent court ruling, transgender woman Rachel Glines has been cleared of genitalia exposure charges due to body fat coverage. Glines was initially charged after a dispute with a neighbor who claimed that she had exposed herself while changing clothes in front of an open window. However, the court has now ruled in Glines' favor, citing her body fat as providing sufficient coverage to prevent any exposure of her genitalia. This decision highlights the legal complexities surrounding the exposure of transgender individuals' bodies and may have implications for future legal cases involving similar circumstances. Glines, who has been a vocal advocate for transgender rights, expressed relief at the court's ruling, saying that it represents a significant victory for the transgender community. She hopes that this decision... How is that a victory for the transgender community? That doesn't make sense. His dick is so small and he's so fat that the, you can't see his dick from a distance. Her dick. Her You can't see this person's dick from a distance, right? That's supposed to be like, that's, that's the defense that they're using. Yep. It has nothing to do with him being transgender. Her. It, maybe, 
Okay. She hopes this decision will help to challenge harmful stereotypes and promote greater understanding and acceptance of transgender individuals. What I was going to say is maybe the person reporting it, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't, would have still reported it had he been a he. Maybe. Right? So. I mean, it, it seems to me it wouldn't matter if it was his dick or her dick. The person who reported it was upset because they saw a dick. Dicks. Right. You can't see the human being's dick, so there's no. But that has, that, it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> the judge says, hey, look, pull that up. I, I can't see her dick. Uh, let's see if we can see your dick from across the room. I can't see your dick from across the room. Then there's no way anybody else saw your dick. All right. Well, how do we get him hard? Maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe, like you know, maybe, listen, I'm a grower, not a shower. You know what I mean? Sometimes the thing is like a frightened turtle into my, in, in, into my torso. But sometimes I got, you know, I got a full throb in three and a half inches. There's a big difference. So... What I'm getting from this this article is that if we want to walk around naked, all we do is got to get really fat. That's yeah. what I'm right, saying. Well, they they, they depict Peter Griffin on the, a cartoon naked quite often on on TV, and it's because they the belly covers where the dick is. Well, it's he's got he's got a dicky do. Yes, stomach sticks out further than his dicky do. You can't really, you can't use a scrotum for identification purposes. I don't think so. No, but they have, I guess there's, there, yeah, there's it's really hard to get the ink off. There was, there was a study on, on scrotums. Yeah. They're trying to actually identify which ones are better looking than others. I know mine are pretty nice looking. In a recent study published in New Scientist, researchers have found that identifying a beautiful scrotum is barely possible. The study involved showing participants images of scrotums and asking them to rate their attractiveness. The results showed that there was very little agreement among the participants and that beauty is truly in the eye of the beholder, even when it comes to scrotums. The study involved 20 heterosexual women and 20 heterosexual men who were asked to rate the attractiveness of 10 different scrotums. The scrotums were photographed under standardized conditions with no hair or external features visible. The researchers found that there was very little in agreement among participants, with some rating scrotums as very attractive and others rating them as very unattractive. So we don't know what the qualities of an attractive... I feel like no. it, there should be some kind of... I feel like you could come up with a grading system. You should be able to, but you, you, you know have I mean? to standardize what you're grading upon. And also, too, like I think it makes a difference... Uh, whether or not like it's cold yeah. or it's, it's hot. Cause like when it's, when it's cold, your nuts come up into your body yep. and when it's hot, your nuts hang down. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine, I would imagine. Okay. Just like it's one of the theories, you know, of, of evolution, you know, is in colder in, in warmer areas mm -hmm. where men aren't as exposed. Mm -hmm. Women, can, women can choose. If, if penis size is important, women can choose by penis size. They have a better, they have a better option. Right? Mm -hmm. You can see that that, that guy's, you know, better chance of impregnating them or what, whatever it may be. Colder climates, you know, you, you found a man to protect you and he might beat you, smack you around for a while, but you know, it didn't really matter. You didn't see him downstairs. 
No. He was either well, wearing pants or you, or you uh, had to stick your finger in his ass to get it to pop out. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. But uh, the... <laughs> your finger... <laughs> That was a grenade. It took a minute. To, <laughs> it took a second to roll around in my head. Um, you know, so <clears throat> um, I would imagine that a hanging scrotum, where it's pen, more pendulous, right, mm-hmm. is with without all the like like a pug dog. Because that's the thing. What's cold? <laughs> they, you know, they shrivel and they wrinkle. Yep. Right? But if they're hanging loose, right. Because, you know, a popular sexual position from behind, uh-huh. known as doggy, if testicles are loose, they slap. Right. Right. So that's, you know, that would, you know, might be, you would think. So it really depends on the conditions. Now, if they're in, an, if they're in a photography studio where the air conditioning's on and they're, they're uncomfortable, we might be looking at, we might be looking at these like saggy little raisins. Well, right, it's true. We want to we want to look at like a like a sack of watermelons. Like you've got a, a burlap sack with two watermelons in, it, <laughs> is what you you know like truck nuts. Here, <laughs> right, here's the thing. That's what we use as the standard truck, truck nuts. nuts. Truck nuts because truck nuts are ubiquitous. They're everywhere and they're all the same. They're all perfect testicles. They're all perfect scrotums. All right, here's the plan. Okay. You're going to be the cameraman. Pete, you're going to paint the testicles. Okay. Why are we painting them? You, so that they look more like truck nuts. Well, we don't have to make them the color, but I'm talking about shape. Uh, no, I, I got it. <laughs> well, I mean, no. if we're going to compare them to truck no. nuts, we might as well make no. it fair. <laughs> so, so we're going to use your balls as the model. Your, I did not sack. say that. I did not your say sack. that. Not mine. Wait, Man. you like my balls so much, you want to make a mold out of them and sell them as truck nuts? <laughs> Dude, no. We get one of those uh, make-your-own-dildo uh, kits, but we use it on your balls. <laughs> First of all, how do you know there's a make-your-own-dildo kit? Jack, uh, Jack Osborne did it on his, uh, on his show. Oh, okay. All right. I was... It's concerning that you watch. No, I have no, I have no, I have not done tried that myself. You haven't tried it yourself. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't. I didn't need any more miniatures at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Self-deprecating humor from Pete. That's me. That's right. Well, we've had the beginning of more news. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with more, uh, more, more news right after these words. Hey, Maddie. This is Sarah from 100 Hottest Women. I want to wish you a very happy birthday. I hope that you have someone at home who will be kind enough to rub out a steamy batch for you for your special day. If you need any inspiration, check out my Facebook and Instagram pages. I hear Pete may be willing to lend a hand. Is that true? No. no. Ta-ta for now. Hi, this is Maddie Rockdeff Jr. here. I just wanted to call in, leave a message for my dad. My dad, happy birthday. Um, you know, we're, we're all so thankful for you and proud of you. And, um, oh, and congratulations on completing your first week of conversion therapy. I think it's going to stick this time. All right. 
Happy birthday. And uh, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> I think it's going to stick this time. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back in the B block with more news. <laughs> Lots of love for you, brother. Lots of love. Yeah, I'm very, I'm a, appreciative. It's, uh, it's very emotional experience. So any of those stories there pique your interest that you want to jump well, to? Well, I mean, uh, the, the, the Utah woman that, uh, she wrote a book, her husband died and she wrote a book on grieving and then they figured out that she was the one that killed her husband. Oh, how about it? In a shocking turn of events, a Utah woman who wrote a book on coping with grief has been charged with the murder of her husband. Corey Darden Rittens, a mother of three, was arrested on Monday. Pete, please check that name. Uh, arrested on Monday for allegedly poisoning her husband, Eric Rittens, uh, last year in March. Police arrived at the home to find Eric lying, on the, lying at the foot of the bed, and uh, Corey claimed that she made him a vodka drink before falling asleep. An autopsy later revealed that Eric died of an oral overdose of fentanyl, which, Jesus. which was found to be five times the lethal dose. She wanted to make sure, sure. Corey has been charged with first-degree aggravated murder and three counts of second-degree possession of a controlled substance with the intent to distribute. The couple seemingly had... Oh, issues. so she was moving fentanyl, too. Seems like it. The couple seemingly had issues before Eric's death, as one of his sisters alleged that he didn't have any Corey issues after. Had previously tried to kill him, and he removed her from his will. Corey's book "Are You With Me" was dedicated to her husband and appeared on local TV station to promote it. This I think she had that written before she killed him. This is a tragic story of betrayal and heartbreak, reminding us that things are not always what they seem. I don't know. I don't know. Like she wrote this book, and now she's like, ah, oh, fuck, now i got to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and the, the fact that they got her on uh, possession with intent uh, may have only been connected to the fact that she, if she had multiple packages. So, like, it's when you get caught with weight. Yeah. It, that's what I'm saying. She had fucking weight. Right. She didn't have just enough fentanyl to kill the motherfucker. She but, had... Wait, but... But when you get pinched with weight, it's always better to have weight in one package than in many than in multiple packages, or to have packaging supplies at the ready, because that's when you get the intent charge. So she's moving fentanyl, and she wrote a book. She needed to get her husband out of the way. So there, that's. Uh, but that, uh, that is a bitch, is what that is. That is a bitch, but he's not, not as fucked in the head as the guy that killed seven people by running him over. Now, here's what I think we need to do is uh, we need to avoid, or I'm sorry, we need to ban uh, assault vehicles in this country. <laughs> what exactly uh, is an assault vehicle, man? Well, if you kill seven people with it, it's an assault vehicle. He assaulted people with it. He did. It's an assault vehicle. It was a Range Rover, by the way. And it's, those are assault vehicles. So we need to we need to ban them. Dateline, Brownsville, Texas, where a horrific accident has left seven people dead and multiple others injured, according to authorities. A car plowed into a group of pedestrians Sunday, killing seven people and injuring several more. The incident took place in downtown Brownsville near a busy intersection where witnesses say they heard a loud crash followed by screams. Police are investigating the incident and have not yet released the identity of the driver or any 
possible motive, eyewitnesses say the driver of the car appeared to be traveling at a high rate of speed before hitting pedestrians. Emergency personnel rushed to the scene where they found multiple victims lying on the ground. Some were pronounced dead at the scene, while others were transported to local hospitals for treatment. Officials are urging anyone with information about the incident to come forward as they work to piece together exactly what happened. The area where the incident took place has been cordoned off and traffic is being redirected as the investigation continues. Tragedy has left the community of Brownsville in shock and mourning, and thoughts and prayers go out to the family and victims. We'll continue to bring you updates as more information becomes available. In the original original story, there was uh, mention that people waiting at the stop were illegal immigrants. Oh, so and there was there was this allusion, illusion, yes, alluding yes. to illusion. Uh, you know that this might have been a hate crime. That is a possibility. Uh, it, could a, it could have just been a dude had a fucking stroke and seven people were very fucking unlucky. That's that's a possibility as well. It was just their fucking time. That that's it. Very well could have been that. But you know the the again the papers got this you know got this lean. The, looks like they took it out, but they were saying how it, you know it was it. Because some of the people that were injured and killed were illegal immigrants, that there has to be all we already we have to cast aspersions that this might have been just a terrible accident. Like why is why do we always have to put there that this little fucking detail in that makes people think that I, I just don't get it. Like seven people died. What difference does it make? Because you know I mean? you, that's that's the way that you continue to divide the country. Right. Yep. So okay, know, but. Uh, what story do you want? Just for my own for my own sanity. Did did you read that they didn't release the name of the, the driver? Yes, we did. Which has probably yeah, changed. Because I'm now. looking at because I'm looking at the name in the article right now. The, All right, it, what is it? Well and, and as you read that, I was like, uh said the driver, thirty four year old George Alvarez allegedly tried to flee the scene but was stopped by others. Okay. I I pulled these some of these stories I pulled a couple of days, uh, uh, like I started doing work on the show Monday. So if I pulled that and had that story written on Monday, it the the link could be updated okay. by now. Might, if, if they've updated. Yeah, but definitely if we're if we're reading wrong shit, tell us. Well, that's, that's what we want you to do. Where he's not. So you know, the other thing I noticed was the list of of stories. That first story you read, not on my list. I'm looking at the show sheet and I'm like, where's that first story? Oh, we're just about the, 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 about the author. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't know that that. No, that one was in the link list, wasn't I? I may have just missed it when I moved them over. I was like, I am completely lost here. Is this a birthday present to me where we point out where where Mike actually like didn't fuck something up? Is that like (laughs) Mike actually made a mistake? No, it was all just set up for you. (laughs) I'm trying to get you more lines, Pete. (laughs) uh, Yeah, that's it. Dude, what the fuck's going on with the moon, by the way? What do you mean? Something wrong with the moon? There's like there's some kind of massive structure buried deep beneath its surface. You don't say. Yeah. Hang on for just a minute, and I'll tell you what you can say. Uh, I've got to flip pages until I get to it. Yeah, that was not on my list either. We're jumping out of order. And I think you it's... Said I could jump here. anywhere I want. You can. Just, that's top three. Da, 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 da. Exposure. Moon. Here we go. 
breaking news from the world of science. A group of American researchers have made a groundbreaking discovery on the moon, uncovering a massive structure buried deep beneath its surface. The structure, weighing at least 2.18 billion kilograms and measuring over 300... The language language here, because it's structure. And that's what it was in the, in, the other, in the other article, too. Structure. Structure, yes. Structure. The structure is constructed. Not necessarily. A building is a structure. It is. Why don't they call them builds? You would think, right? Right, because they're, they're not buildings anymore. They, they've been building it. They're builds. It's a good point. It's a good point, man. I like the way you think. So, uh, at weighing You're in... You're not losing least- anything in your old age, Maddie. The structure, weighing at least 2.18 billion kilograms and measuring over 300 kilometers in depth and 2,000 kilometers in length, was discovered by NASA's Gravity Recovery and Interior Laboratory mission. Grail. Grail. That's right. This finding could, could help us better understand the moon's internal composition and history. Oh, yeah, so people can fucking mine it. it it's probably platinum or something. Someone's going to get the fucking... Someone's going to buy the rights somehow. I don't know how that fucking works. They'll figure it out. Remember when Pizza Hut wanted to carve their fucking logo into the moon? <laughs> yeah, none of that stuff can be done. Um, lead author Peter B. James from Houston's Baylor University said in a statement shared with IFL Science, one of the ex- explanations of this extra mass that is that the metal from the asteroid that formed this crater is still embedded in the moon's mantle. This groundbreaking discovery is a giant leap towards unraveling the mysteries of the moon. Who knows what other secrets the moon holds? So, uh, real quick, uh, something hit it, and it stuck there. Yes. Was, there, was the answer he just it, gave. Yeah, it's, it's in a crater. Yeah. So, they're, they're thinking something that whatever it. caused this crater, whatever chunk of of space, whatever it made this crater is down there. Ooh, fantastic. So, yeah. I don't know, the moon. We're going to find out more about Moonfall? it. You ever see the movie Moonstruck? Yes. I lost my hand. The only line I remember from Moonstruck. <laughs> no, moon, Moonfall. Did you ever see it? Don't think so. Moonstruck. Wasn't Cher in that? Yeah. And Nick Cage. Yes. You guys just don't want to cover So Moonfall. Moon Moonfall. It's 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 about the moon being a giant like spaceship kind of thing that aliens build and stuff. Right. It's really cool. It's actually a pretty good movie. You should check it out. There's a bunch of well, I I, I, I hate to call them documentaries, but there's a bunch of programs uh, that stream on both Amazon Problems. and Netflix. That claim to be documentaries and um, talk about how there's all these secret bases on the moon. You mean mockumentaries? No. no. Speaking, of, no. speaking of documentaries, dude, I watched last night. I watched the the Menendez Menudo. You guys mm. hear about this? I I think we brought it up on the show last week, and you you got on me for asking whether it was just one kid in Menudo or all of them. Well, it was a bunch of them, right? Right. It was there was this whole connection between, uh, like, dude. Basically, they don't say this, but well, I, my conclusion was Menudo was created to keep this one dude in Little Boys. Wow. 
right? Because he like, and the, the, there's this one little boy that was his boy toy up until about 16 when then he's discarded. Like when you were 16, you were out of Menudo. Well, actually, I've, I've heard some of the guys that were in Menudo say that if you started to show that you were growing facial hair, they gave you the boot. Yeah. Like, but this dude was, and, and uh, Jose Menendez ran RCA records. Mm-hmm. And Jose Menendez raped this, this, this kid. Wow. Like brutally. This kid was like brutally fucking raped for years. And like knows exactly, and like so they're bringing up this, dude, just just gut wrenching, yeah, dude, gut wrenching the abuse that this kid took, gut wrenching the abuse that that you know that you hear family members like kind of remembering shit that should have tipped it, them off. I should have tipped them like the kid would freak out if he didn't get didn't have lemon juice. He needed lemon juice. Okay. Right? Well, the lemon juice was to was to wash the father's seed down, out of his mouth. He didn't oh. want to taste it, like yeah, right. And but and just going through this and like listening to these horrible, horrible acts. I mean, I found it so difficult to masturbate later. <laughs> I I got through it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're able to focus but, on something else, were you? I had a, fo- I had a, like, I had a focus oh, on something man. else. It was, I had a really, it was hard to put that out of my head. Hate it when, when documentaries. I want to thank you for bringing up documentaries because I was trying to figure out how to weave that joke into <laughs> basic conversation. No problem. That's what I'm you. here for. That's what I'm here for. Because I literally had that joke in my head today. Because <laughs> I did watch that documentary. And it was disturbing. Like, I, you know, you can't even think about. And it was a chore to masturbate afterwards, apparently. <laughs> well, you can't, you, can't really th- you can't even think about it after that. You know what I mean? It's like, ooh, it's gross, you know? But uh, <laughs> at least there's legal weed in Delaware. Well, that's what I hear. Um, looking to purchase marijuana in, in a Delaware store? You'll have to wait until at least September 2024, according to new state law. The regulatory law for Delaware's 30 marijuana retail stores is, a, is part of a 45-page statute that outlines a meticulous process for creating a well-regulated marijuana industry. Did what was some, that? Did someone hear something? I heard a ding. So did I. Like a piano key. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'm looking to see if, if there's a message that uh, maybe came in. Um, I don't oh, know. Not. Is the phone line up? I haven't opened the phone line yet because we've been chit-chatting oh, about geez. things. So, um, wow. How about it? Uh, I'm going to open the phone line now just in case. hate to think there's somebody out there that didn't get through. Trying to call and didn't get through. Well, would break my heart. Yeah, it, it could be very sad. All right, uh, where am I? <laughs> uh, well-regulated marijuana industry. Governor John Carney, who opposes legalized weed, must appoint a marijuana commissioner who will oversee establishing regulations for the industry and issuing licenses. There are a total of 125 license that will, licenses that will be granted in the state's marijuana business, including 30 for indoor and outdoor growing operations, 30 for non-leaf product manufacturers, and 30 for retailers. 
The, hmm. the law takes effect on July 1, 2023. What law takes effect? So, we, wait, weed's not legal right now? No, no, no. This isn't the... The legalization has taken effect. What takes effect in July is the is the law that allows for regulation of of a market industry of a you know to to allow for sale for production and sale. Good stuff. But you can just grow it in your backyard, right? Uh, not legally. No. No. Which I, I think is a mistake. I believe that I believe that a, a good legalization uh, would include a, a a hobbyist growth permit. Absolutely. You know, you you'd, you'd still have to apply for it. You'd still have to to be told, okay, here's your permit, and then you know you're you know you can have six or you can have ten or whatever whatever the the rule's going to be. Uh, but uh, that's just my opinion. If it ain't against law, it ain't against law. That's the way I look at it. All right. So where are we going now, gentlemen? I don't know. I'm a little lost. Well, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'll just show you, and there's lots of comments on the, uh, on the YouTube. Oh, well, well, give, us we a, to- give us a little information about our YouTube comments, Pete. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mary Linda Santiago says... Happy birthday, Mateo! Uh, they oh, they were they were decoding the uh, the messages from earlier. They said the niece was Stephanie. Guessing uh, your niece was one of the one of those callers. I, I knew that the, from her voice. Okay, okay, I didn't know that. Yes, you you, you did have uh, a you did have a a questioning look on your face when you heard it, though. Well, I, it took me a minute to. Yeah, you got to place know. it. It you know it context. Right. Absolutely. What else you got, Pete? Uh, I also well, have, I have, I have more than, I have more than a dozen nieces, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that you get them mixed up all the time. <laughs> they're like, like Joey on Friends' uh, sisters. The, he's got seven sisters or whatever. And he, <laughs> you know, and he, asked, he asked Chandler to pick out which one he kissed in the closet or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, let's see. Your lovely wife uh, says this is the absolute longest conversation in the entire planet about male, male genitalia. And I agreed with her. I mean, uh, I think it's a great topic of conversation. It's my, it's one of my favorites. I'll tell you that much. You know, <laughs> I wish people thought about it more. I'm honest with you. you know, Becky Becky Brown sends you three hearts, Maddie. Aw, looks like that's about it. All right, very very cool. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for people for showing up. We do have a voicemail message that. Came in just as we were coming to the show here, so we'll we'll bang that one out right now. Happy birthday, Uncle Matt! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Uncle Matt! Happy birthday to you! Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That was that was my niece, my brother-in-law, and my niece. Very very cool. Very very cool. Thank you so much, uh, everybody. It's uh, hard to stay in a flow when you. Get... <laughs> That's all right. We've got you. Yeah, We've got I appreciate back it. here. So, um, 
I think I think we've blown through a good bit of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything I everything you got here on the copy, uh, we've uh, we've gone through yeah, most of it. Um, <clears throat> so at this point, I'll I'll go ahead and thank everybody for joining us in the B block here on the Media Virus Podcast. Remind everybody that one six four six virus zero one is a way to get in touch with us. You can do that now. I've I've opened the phone lines for live calls. If you want to try and give us a, a live shout, if you didn't get to to get your birthday wish in yet, and uh, I'm going to play us out with, uh, I think it's mix number three that I've got lined. Yes, birthday mix number three coming at you to play Maddie out on the B block of the Media Virus podcast. <laughs> Now, more wishes for Shitty Gandalf. Hello, we've been trying to reach you about your extended warranty. It is important to renew your extended warranty now to avoid interruptions in care for your decrepit, failing body, you old, dirty bastard. Did you lose a bet with the universe? I mean, damn, how are you the youngest full-time cast member on the show and look like you're the dad with your two sons humoring your attempt at podcasting? Anyway, happy birthday and send your credit card information to idtheft at themediavirus.com. Hello, virus people. My computer has been acting weird and my granddaughter says I have a virus. I found you on the Google and need your help. This virus thing is awful and I want you to take it back and refund my credit card. Cancel my subscription. You better not charge me again for viruses or I'll call my attorney. The Media Virus Podcast is absolute dog shit. Staff, writer, Phil deserves a raise and lost a vacation date. Maddie Rockstep is a terrible host and should be replaced by a circuit clown. He is not funny and looks a lot like Gandalf, but much shittier. He is terrible. On behalf of Maddie Rockdeff, the infection team wishes to thank everyone that participated in this week's show by contributing birthday messages, polls, and all that production that nobody really thinks about because Professor Mike Latouris makes it all seem so smooth and seamless as it drips into your ears. <laughs>